People! People! Welcome to the Better Everyday Podcast, episode 39. We back. First podcast of 2020. Not the best podcast, but the first one. But the first one. It's usually first one, worst one, so bear with us. (laughs) We are coming to you from our desk at the gym. It's Tuesday. Some people just finished conditioning class. They said it was great. We finished conditioning. It was was great. great. (laughs) So it'll be great if you're coming to 545. So we are starting with our announcements, announcements. as per usual. First off, happy 2020. I think we said that already, but happy 2020 again. <laughs> um, we're we're we are doing a clothing order. We're Danielle, a- we're doing a clothing <laughs> order. <laughs> we're in the alley. We're doing a clothing order. We're in the process of just picking out some stuff. Clothes. Um, so it'll probably hopefully be out by the end of this week, and then we can order by the end of next week. So if you want stuff, let us know. Don't ask us what size you are. We still don't know. Don't ask us about zippers. Don't ask about pockets. Don't ask about hoods. Don't ask if it's unisex. We are not in retail. Cool. Cool. Got it. Oh. Next, we are doing a dry try. What's a dry try? (laughs) Oh, Dana. It's basically everything but swimming. So we are going to give you a goal for the ski erg, the rower, the bike, and running. Um, It's basically a challenge with yourself. We're going to give you a time frame to get this done, numbers to hit. You're going to keep track of it over that time period. Basically, we know you guys love having, like, like... Short, maintainable goals. Yeah, and you love checking the box. You love having to, like, tell us, I did this today. Mostly Karen, but... <laughs> <laughs> this is pretty much for Karen. No. <laughs> um, we just feel like you guys do, like, an incentive to maybe get in here, like, an extra day during open gym, even if it's just for 20 minutes. Um, so it's just another way to get you guys doing a little bit more fitness than you you know would do regularly and it's fun because you can track it and keep along and then at the end you'll know that you basically did essentially a triathlon without the swimming portion yeah and we've noticed since doing our challenges that you guys love having things that challenge just you and yourself you're not really very competitive people (laughs) you like having goals for yourself and you like reaching your goals and we love that about you guys so we want to encourage that and give you something else to to do yeah so we think this will be fun it'll be something again for you guys to track it'll go for about four weeks um which brings us to february and then we'll see you know what the next thing that we're gonna do is who knows who knows who knows um we have a bit of i think it's exciting news you might some of you might be really excited by this some of you might be really sad um but based off of actually what we're going to be talking about today in the podcast we are going to be phasing out our test weeks what what the reason for that is because the we always tell you guys how real progress happens over a really long period of time so that six or to eight week window that we give you guys for test week, it's not really a true test of how much better you've gotten. Um, and unfortunately, sometimes the numbers that you record and that you see like end up being more detrimental to you than I think they are beneficial if you didn't get better, if you didn't get faster. Um, and there's so many different variables that affect all of that stuff that we just feel like we want to do it over a larger period of time so that it's actually real true um, results. Yeah, like testing in the beginning of summer and testing at the end of summer like you're gonna do a lot of hanging out in the sun missing the gym drinking eating like that's it's hard to retest at the end of summer because and like obviously right now if we tested you guys would all test you've been away you've been drinking you've been eating and then if we test in six weeks of course you're gonna gonna be be better yeah um and so we're kind of just really looking to show you like actual true progress um so we're gonna be doing something that actually is only gonna be two times a year and we're gonna call it our rpse field day do you guys like it? <laughs> if you have any suggestions on names, let us know, but that's the best that we have. Um, but it's going to be X amount of like workouts, very similar to test week, but not as, um, how can I describe it? 
You guys will love it. I don't know the adjective. Basically, everyone's going to be doing it all in one day. It's going to be more fun. It'll probably be, like, on a Saturday, um, and everybody will be here. You guys will probably go in, like, different heats kind of thing, and then it'll turn into, like, a social thing afterwards. So we're super excited to do the first one. Um, We have not picked a date for that yet, but it's in the works. So we just want to let you guys know. Yeah, so we just want to let you guys know there will be no test week, so please don't skip classes thinking that it is test week. Um, Don't have anxiety about test week. Don't have anxiety about test week. You are still going to have things to do, goals to achieve, things to work for. It's not like we're taking away... For those of you that like the test week idea, it's not like we're taking that away from you. It's just going to be different. And we think it's going to be better. Um, better every field day. <laughs> and last but not least, uh, I think you all guys all know Devin and Scott. They got engaged Woo! in the new year, so we just want to say congratulations to them. All right, guys. So our first podcast of 2020 is going to be How and Why Injury Happens. Um The reason that injury happens is because your load exceeds your capacity. What does that mean? What does that mean? (laughs) So we're going to define those two words. So load is how much stress you place on your body. Got that, Alyssa? Got it. Repeat it back to me. It's how much stress you put on your body. She's reading my notes, but that's okay. Don't tell them. And your capacity is the max amount of something you can endure. So let's call it stress. Let's call it weight. Let's call it volume. Let's call it intensity. So whenever you do too much for your capacity, that's when you get hurt. So everybody has this notion. Tell me if you, well, you can tell me, Alyssa. (laughs) Let's say you're lifting, right? And then you do your, you're doing your third set of deadlifts. And on the last rep, you're like, ah, I just felt a twinge in my back. What do you instantly think? This deadlift hurt my back. So everybody thinks that that deadlift is the thing that hurt their back. What they don't realize is, is that they had a certain amount of stress coming into the gym. And then they actually just went either too heavy, um, or too many reps for what their capacity was. Does that make sense? Got it. You got it? You're following so along with me? So let's say my capacity was 20 deadlifts, and I did 21 deadlifts. That one deadlift is what hurt me. Exactly. But had you kept it anything under 20, good you would have been good to go. But it's like, how do you know where your capacity is at, right? Yeah. How do you know what load is appropriate for yeah. you? Okay. So I'm going to break this down using... I guess you would call this an analogy. Yeah. Right. It is. An, you would call it that because <laughs> what it is. So it's an analogy. <laughs> So let's say you wake up, right? Everybody wakes up with a full cup of water. Oh. Full cup on the nightstand. How many ounces is a cup? It's Just... about eight ounces. All right. So like a pull and spring as well? Or... No, okay. that's incorrect. Got it. It's an essential. Okay. So everybody wakes up with a full cup of water. There's going to be three things that affect how full your cup is by the time you get to the gym. Those three things. One of them is going to be an existing injury. An existing injury. So let's say you're somebody who has a bulging disc, herniated disc, MCL, ACL, um... Or just like your shoulder hurts. Yeah, or just your shoulder hurts. It doesn't have to be anything diagnosed like that. It could just be something that constantly nags you and bugs you. So that's going to take, we'll just call it 25% out of your cup. So already right now we're down, right? The next thing that's going to affect your cup is going to be how much you sleep, what you eat, and your stress level. I'm talking stress level like your kids are sick, some anything like that. You have a big test coming up. You have a big thing closing at work. Um, and when I'm talking about sleep, I'm talking, maybe you're, you think that you're somebody who can perform well on four hours of sleep. Let me tell you, maybe you can perform well, but you can't come into the gym and expect to be able to do things that you would always do on four hours of sleep. Um, so that affects it. And then obviously, of course, what you eat, if you are eating garbage, your performance is garbage. As you know, we say this all the time. So that's our second stressor. And then something that you guys might not know about yourselves is what we call a functional diagnosis, which is basically, you know, when people say, oh, my left arm is a lot weaker than my right or my left leg 
moves like shit. My right one doesn't. So stuff like that that we haven't um, maybe assessed yet or gone down that road. So those are things you might not even know about. But those are all three things that are going to basically limit the amount of capacity that your body can handle. So there's going to be some things that we can never change. For instance, those injuries that you already have. Um, these, this functional diagnosis is something that we can work on, but that's not what this podcast is about. Um, so what we really want to hone in on is the things that you can control to maybe raise your capacity a little bit, which is going to be what, Alyssa? Stress. I think you know this. <laughs> well, I had something else to say first. Okay. The, what was I going to say? Never mind, I lost it. You lost it. <laughs> I lost it. So basically, we have to work on... Oh, wait, wait, I know. Okay. The stress is something that you can't really always control, though. It's just something you have to be aware of. Like, let's say the holidays just happened. That's going to be a more stressful time of year for most people. You usually can't really do much about that, but be aware of it when you come into the gym. Like, we didn't do barbells that week or that month even because we know it's a stressful time of year. We didn't want to put that extra load on you guys. We didn't want you guys getting injured. We wanted you to do what you were capable of given your stressors. Exactly. So that's actually like my next point is that there are things that you control and then there's going to be things that are outside of your control. Let's say you have every, let's say you got eight hours of sleep. Let's say you ate perfectly, but you know, you failed your midterm at school and you're like, fuck, I'm stressed out about this now. When you come into the gym, that's something that you have to take account for, like where, how you're feeling and where your body's at. I do not care if last week you were able to goblet squat the 50 and this week the 50 feels like it's a hundred pounds. I don't want you to do it just because you've done it. So this is where like when we talk about tracking your weights and all of that stuff, sometimes I feel like it. I want you to guys like to err on the side of caution with what, what you write in your notebooks because you're not always going to be able to do what you did the week before. This is another reason we're phasing out test week is because it there's so many factors that are going to affect your performance. And like all we ever really want from you guys is to get a great workout and to leave here feeling awesome. So like I don't care what you did the previous week. I need you to work to your capacity on that day in that workout. Consider the time that you work out. Um, that greatly affects, I mean, my performance, when I work out at night, everything is lighter. And I just know that about myself and I just accept it about myself. I'm basically just working out so that I can sweat. I know I'm not PRing. I know I'm not going to do anything special, but I do know that I'm going to feel better once I leave. Um, so the whole point of this is that everybody thinks that that last deadlift or that last wall ball, or that last burpee is the thing that hurt them. But our point is, is that it's not the exercise necessarily that is hurting you it's all of the stress that you've accumulated throughout your day and your week prior to coming in here that is causing that stress like that's that's it and just another thing to add to your notebook um you guys may also want to track how you felt when you do a lift like say you goblet squad the 50 but like maybe it didn't feel great but you still did it or maybe it felt fantastic like write that down or maybe you had like pancakes for breakfast that day and you know you shouldn't have but maybe that's affecting your lift or you slept like crap like just write notes like that down too so you have something to reference like we write down very small things like i literally write felt like shit felt great felt super heavy and then like this way you have information to look back on it's not just like a number so if you are going to track, it is definitely beneficial to track that stuff. Otherwise, I would be cool with you not tracking and just kind of going off of how you feel and the kind of day that you had. I know sometimes when you guys like come back from vacation or come back from injury, you wanna just go right into it, right where you left off, and we are always pulling you back because that is how re-injury happens, that's how injury happens. You have to, your load cannot exceed your capacity and it's different for everybody. And pulling back on one day will have way less of an impact on you than getting injured for six months. You have to exactly. remember that too, which is hard to remember in the moment, but try. 
And it's just like one of those things, like your your sleep and your your diet is are two things that you can really control. And those are things like within our scope of helping you fix. So let's just say you have you have a heavy workout on Monday, right? And then Tuesday you got three hours of sleep, you came to conditioning class. Now your recovery is even lower than it would be if let's just say you got a shit night's sleep, maybe just take the day off from conditioning class or come in, tell us you wanna just hop on the assault bike. Um, so it's definitely, go ahead. Even if you are feeling like crap and like you're going lighter with everything, you also don't have to explain yourself to us. Like we, yeah. no, we get it. You don't have to give us the whole story. Like just go lighter. It's fine. We're obviously gonna push you if it looks if you're like pressing tens. You're normally pressing like fifties. Like yeah, that's gonna be like, like talk like, to us. Yeah, like we. But you don't have to explain yourself to us. We we understand. But so at the end of the day, we are always trying to just like avoid injuries. We're trying to help you guys understand like where and why it happens. Um, that it is not necessarily exercise because then what happens is people have these like negative like feelings towards certain movements like deadlifts like burpees like squats when it's not really like if you go to a doctor they're going to tell you oh stop squatting if that's what hurts your back but that's not what hurts your back it's all of the crap that happens prior that leads up to that Um, and I think that that's something that like is not discussed enough like in like any gym environments gym culture is like that everything affects the way that you're lifting and the the way that you're feeling directly affects the way that you're lifting. Like, if you're sad and you just broke up with your boyfriend, that's going to affect the day that you have in the gym. Um, so just keep that in mind. No stressor is really too small, and we're never trying to baby you. We are always just trying to make sure that you get the most comfortable, efficient workout that you possibly can. Also, you have to realize that your body doesn't know the difference between different stressors. Like, lack of sleep, lifting a barbell and just like general life stress your body takes it all as the same kind of stress like you guys think like oh i'm gonna come into the gym i'm gonna kill myself in here like you're intentionally stressing your body out when every time that you work out so if you're already if if you come in here and you're like i am so maxed out today my first thought in my head is okay well so-and-so is staying super light with everything that she does today because she's already maxed out so why would we push it to that point where you're going to be over your capacity and that is where you're going to get hurt. You're going to get hurt like literally walking to the bathroom at that point. Um, So it's really just about being aware of you, what feels good, your stress level, and again, controlling the dynamics that we can control, which is diet, sleep, stress level somewhat. Kind of. Um, I mean, hey, you can control your stress level. Learn to meditate. Use a Calm app. But like have a good sleep regimen. Um, Get on you know it's it's back to reality now so hopefully everybody's back to a regular schedule and a regular routine um but just don't underestimate how much all of that stuff does affect what goes on in here and as much as exercise is a stress reliever it is also a stressor (laughs) like i know that's hard to like digest yeah but just think about that just make sure you come in and sweat that's all you really got to do i read me and Alyssa were just talking about i don't know if you guys know who ben bergeron not ben bergeron who was it uh ben bruno He's like a really funny guy on Instagram if you want to start following his stuff. But he basically just posted like how he's doing this really fancy training plan. But it's really not. He's basically like he works out hard when he feels good. When he feels like shit, he works out so he doesn't get fat. It's like it's the exact (laughs) plan that Dana and I follow. (laughs) It's like you have to do what feels good for you. And it can't be you cannot always be comparing yourself to the week before. And I know we talk about that, but we talk about that in the form of like weights and reps and all that stuff. But I'm kind of want you guys to like be more in touch with like yourselves and like get to know your body and how it's feeling and how hard you can push it. There's going to be those days where as soon as you do the warm up, you're going to be like, I'm going to have an awesome day today. And that's great. Those days do happen. But you have to remember that there's going to be those days too where you do a spidey reach and you're like, fuck no, today's going to suck. Yeah, if like, like, you want to compare yourself only to yourself, not others, but don't compare your worst to your best. Like, yes. be aware of 
where you are in this moment and compare yourself to that person. And just take all those other things into consideration. I know that, that, that you, you might have not even realized until right now listening to us talk that sleep and recovery and diet and stress affects your workout. Work maybe this is a whole new, yeah, kids, um, all of that stuff. So maybe now you have a newfound perspective, which is great. If not, I don't know. First podcast, longest podcast. I think we killed it, though. I think so, too. We see you, 2020. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, put your clothing orders in. What else? Congrats, Scotty and Devin. Sorry about test week. Not sorry Not about sorry. test week. You'll love the new one. Get ones. ready for RPSC Field Day. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Better every day.